Thank you for pressing play on episode 141 of A-Sides. I'm Andy, and for this episode, I spoke with Janelle, bass player and vocalist for the band Conquer Divide. They released a new album this fall called Slow Burn, and it is awesome. Not only did we discuss the new album, but we also talked about her influences and inspirations, and also her interests outside of music. So huge thank you for Janelle for being a part of this episode of A-Sides. Hopefully you enjoy it as much as I did. Look, it's rock and roll! And... Cue music. I took a walk with the gods Flirting with the demons in my head I got all I could want But I can't find the meaning Oh, Thanks for doing this. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's pretty awesome that the first thing that you hear on the new album is actually you, right? Doing those screams. Yeah. We are not the stern. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Good way to start it. Because it's like we, we, we like that for the first song and the first line because it's, it's, it's true. Like we aren't the same band. We are not the stern. We thought it was very fitting. The, we are not the same because we aren't <laughs> anymore yeah, yeah um you just like kick the door down and like yeah so yeah like that's kind of what like drew me to your band too. uh conquer divide is it's all female driven but then it's unique too because it's two vocalists too you, yeah. yeah yeah we love that dual vocalist vibe and it's it's super fun i feel like me and kia together are kind of like the the angel and the devil on your shoulders um, her being the angel, I'm the devil. But uh, yeah, I feel like it's a nice contrast um, for sure. Yeah, what's that like? Uh, the yin and yang, or yeah, or definitely something. the yin and yang. Uh, it's nice. It's like Kia's voice voice is so soothing and beautiful and elegant, and it's like, oh my god, yes, I trust you. And then I come in here like, and like it's just like the complete opposite: yeah. loud, chaotic, like angry. And I like that. It gives us more variety. We can do a lot of stuff we can really you know lean more towards the the sing-songy ballad stuff because kia then we can lean right back to the heavy stuff and the breakdowns because of my scream so i think it's a pretty cool balance gives yeah. us a lot of variety how did how did you like develop that did like one day it just came out uh <laughs> kind of i mean i had i started screaming um when i was like 13 14 and I'm so that's like half my life at this point. Oh, wow. And um, the spaghetti and screams weren't the best. They were just kind of like barky and just I was just trying to do it safely. And then uh, when I turned like 18, 19, I was like, I want to try that metalcore like scream. And then I just like practiced a bunch, did fries. And then one day I was like, man, this fry scream isn't what I want. I wanted like the next level up. And then I just like pushed a little harder and. Boom. And it, it, it just all clicked into place. And uh, 
have been doing it since. But yeah, it was, it was very much a self-taught, self-exploring um, experience that got me to where I am. And vocal lessons helped back in the day too. Do you have any influences in how um, you kind of came to do that? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, The first one was Burt McCracken from The Used. He's really the one that like lit the fire under under my butt because I was like, whoa, the sound sounded great. Like the the emotions coming out of him were just so angry and, and the sounds matched it. It just, it really just like lit up my life. I was like, that's super cool. Like I want to do that. Like that's so exciting. And so I just started screaming like Bert for forever. And then um, I started listening to like Asking Alexandria, Attack Attack, you know, the classics and just being like, man, like those screams are way cooler than me, you know? And and then hearing like Step Eternal came out around that time. And I was like, whoa, this guy is singing and screaming at the same time. Like, so Ollie Sykes was such a big like goal vocalist for me. Like, I was like, man, if I could just do half the things he could do, like I'm a good vocalist. And so it's really much an Ollie Sykes vibe. I really liked, you know, Danny from Asking and the way he screamed and, you know, all, all those classic metalcore songs or bands really just kind of like made me want to do that too. Um, but Ollie Sykes for sure was like the goal vocalist I wanted to be. And then Burt is what started it. Awesome. Awesome. When did you first pick up a bass? That's a good question. So um, four stringed instruments are actually pretty um, normal for me. My first instrument was a violin. So, oh, wow. you know, yeah. So I did violin from sixth grade to senior year and I loved it. I totally enjoyed it. It was really funny, like a super emo kid in orchestra. That was me. It was great. And so I think the fact that I started with the violin opened up the world of string instruments to me. Like I picked up guitar very quickly after that. And then, you know, finding the guitar, I was like, bro, I want to play that that lower one. And there's four strings. Like I know four strings. So I picked up the bass like um, casually when I was a teenager and then like, you know, learned a bunch of songs on them. You know, then I joined a band and I sang and played guitar in that band. So I was like, bass, man. Yeah. And then I just kind of drifted further more into vocals. And kind of left bass in the back um, until my band was like, hey, we're tired of looking for other bass players. You should just do it. And I was like, I mean, I can. So <laughs> might as well. So that's uh, here I am doing it again. Well, right on. Did that kind of come like organically, I guess, to be the way your band is with like uh, five females and then the two vocalists and the and you're like heavy sound? Yeah. Or was it kind of thought out or did it just kind of happen? Like, did we always mean to be like this heavy, but like poppy sound? Yeah. It seems like it's such a unique like blend. Yes, for sure. I feel like the first album, we were just really trying for that, that classic metalcore sound, you know, granted it came out 2015, you know, we were writing it. The girls are writing it. I I joined the band a little bit later, but the girls have been writing it since 2012, 2013. Mm. So we were really just shooting for that half singing, half screaming metalcore sound. So, you know, naturally in that genre, you know, with like half the cleans being really nice and big and belty and then the other half screams, you know, a bunch of rhythms and stuff. It naturally just came out, you know, like the the the, the melodic and the heavy, just a metalcore. But when we got in to slow burn, that's when we were like, okay, well, we know we can do this sound. We can go really heavy. We can go soft and we can put it together. Why don't we 
just, you know, for a few songs, go a little bit more on the sing-songy belty end. You know, why don't we try mm -hmm. to adventure more into that plane since we kind of dabbled on a couple of songs in the first album. So that's when, you know, Only Girl got created, you know, a gatekeeper. Finally ask yourself, what the hell made you think you were ever a we're in the fight of our lives. We can't the As for the really heavy songs like Afterthought and System Failure, we went the other way. We were like, well, we know we can do nice and, and heavy, but let's see if we can go like a little bit heavier. So we like found our strengths and then we're like, let's let's push the limits within those strengths. And that's that's what we got now today. Oh, awesome. Yeah, because because it is like a like I said, it's like a, a really perfect blend that, and I guess I was going to ask, since you mentioned the band started in 2012 or 2013, I'd went on Apple Music, and I don't know if you have that for like, you know, streaming music and stuff. Yeah, I do Spotify, but don't judge me. <laughs> oh, um, I won't, but um, whenever like <laughs> I'm going to see a band on there, there's a little bio or something sometimes when you scroll down and the bio, it didn't have a full bio but it was almost like questions or something and answers oh interesting yeah i don't have um uh, google or whatever music that what is that again itunes what'd you say um, apple, apple music yeah because i was yeah. gonna ask because i wrote this thing down and it seemed like i was gonna ask if it was you or um the whole band or what but in there there was a question it was like what are the top three albums on Apple Music that inspired your sound? And whoever answered the question said Deftones, White Pony, Evanescence, Fallen, and Tool, Lateralis? Yeah, Lateralis. That sounds I didn't like know if you agreed with those or... That sounds like Kristen probably answered that one. She's definitely like the main writer. Mm -hmm. uh, she's really the one that kind of structures the song and we we fill in the blanks um especially for like screamy stuff yeah. and and vocal stuff but um yeah she she her one of her literal like icons and music and in, in general or is tool so that's valid for that for sure uh welcome to paradise is kind of our tool song that we kind of yeah. like structured after tool so i mean that's valid um as for the evanescence one i mean yeah we have a lot of like emo topics um and very soaring choruses so i guess that kind of makes sense too as for deftones <laughs> i mean i guess though a little bit i mean deftones anytime i think of them i just think of baby making core you know it's just like <laughs> so i'm like anytime i think deftones i'm like do I don't know if we like have that full sound, but I can see why she did jot it down though, because we do have a lot of sounds in the background and like that are drawn out, um, you know, like in system failure at the end or somewhere in there or no, welcome to paradise. Like that long outro. So I can see how that makes sense, but um, I think the tool and the evanescence makes a little bit more sense than death tones. But that's just me. Um, the other girls could probably have a different opinion, but what would your three then be? Yeah, as like um, like three three bands that would like influence our sound, that or like three albums that would influence me. Oh uh, yeah, three albums that are your like big influences I... or go tos. Okay. 
Ooh, okay, I'm good at this one. First and foremost, it's Welcome to Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Oh, I nice. love that album front to back. It's just such a rock opera it's so big it's so huge it's such a great album and it's so theatrical like soaring guitars like both like i just love that album and it really um inspired me to want to also create such like big theatrical sounds like you know with bench of layers and just wanting to have a big sound that album really like bestowed that on me um so welcome to black parade Favorite thing, MC Army for life. Uh, <laughs> second album would probably have to be, um, I actually had this conversation with my fiance the other day, so it's like kind of fresh in my memory. The second one would be, uh, it's a Pierce Veil vale album, Collide with the Sky. The one with Bulls in the Bronx on it. Damn it, jump off of this jersey Pierce Vale, you know, me being Janelle Duarte, very Hispanic, I'm from Texas, born in El Paso, Texas, you know, very Hispanic. Um, I never thought Mexican-ish music could work so well in this genre until they did it. And I was like, wow, this is so revolutionary. Like they pushed the limits. I feel seen, I feel heard, I feel represented. And so that whole album just like, you know, it's really close to home for me. And I would love love not about the girls but i would love to incorporate the same mexico kind of sound don't know how down they'd be about that but i think that'd be super sick so they mm. that album really or that band really just like wow i didn't know you could hybrid such such things together like mexican type sounds with oh. metalcore um i think last but not least i'll probably just go with step eternal by bring the horizon like i said that was such a groundbreaking album i think just in general in life I think when it came out, it, it made so many fucking waves. Like everybody modeled, like so many bands modeled their whole albums after that album once that dropped. Can you hear the silence? Can you see the dark? Can you fix the broken? Can you feel the And I agree. It's like same. Like I always wanted to be as good as uh, Ollie because of that album. You can really hear how, you know, he, he had such a cool handle of his voice that he was able to sing and scream, like so sick. So yeah, that one for sure is uh, a big influence. Um, but I will say now, now that I'm pushing my thirties, I have officially grasped his sing and scream vocals. So I have reached my goal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Yes, finally did. And I saw you even played the Welcome to Rockville Festival. So, like, how has 2023 been treating you guys? I feel like for half the year, it probably looked like we weren't doing anything. Well, we were. Well, I mean, we kind of, you know, half the year to social media, it just looked like we were chilling-ish. Then the other half, you know, prepping for the tour and then the album release. But we've been grinding since March. Like, we had those um, video shoots, like, for Welcome to Paradise yeah. and New Heaven um, scheduled. So we all, like, spent, like, a couple months planning what to wear, what to, you know, coordinate, what are we going to look like, what kind of makeup, what kind of hair. We were just like constantly on Amazon, constantly looking up stuff, just like, <laughs> you know, trying to make these videos look the coolest and seem like, you know, 
like, dang, like this is a total next level for this band is what we were going for. So, you know, we did all of that and we traveled to LA and then we filmed all the music videos and then we took photo shoots. And then right after that, we were home for a second. And then we went back to Michigan to um, practice for Welcome to Rockville. And that was super sick and also really intimidating because we didn't have any tours leading up to it. So our first show of 2023 was Welcome to Rockville. And wow, that was um. A little scary, but I think we 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 killed it. Uh, and then you know, so we enjoyed the Rockville, and then we went back to just planning for this um, these upcoming tours and getting all that ready. So I feel like a lot of this year has been us just prepping for this new album. You know, yeah. prepping for these music videos, prepping for photo shoots, prepping for this tour. Prep. You know, it's just so much prep. This year has been <laughs> nothing but prepping, and I'm hoping next year. It'll be a lot more kind of like hands-on in the field on tour um, because I feel like this year we've just we've taken so much time, so much thought into this album release that I'm ready to just get out there on the road and work the album. So lots of prep. How was that filming in the desert? Because didn't you guys do a video out there? We did. Um, it was cold, very cold. Oh. Um, you think desert, Los Angeles? It'd be cold, like hot, because I was like, all right, if it's going to be hot ripping in the desert, I was like, hopefully my outfit isn't too, like, you know, hopefully I can breathe. Hopefully I don't sweat. No, completely opposite. Like, we get there, and it's so cold. I'm like, how am I supposed to do this? Like, it is so cold. Our hands are freezing, and... So, um, but as the time went, the sun rose more, it warmed up a little bit, but it was super cool, very wild. Um, I think this is probably one of the first times we do, I think the other time we we like performed or did a show in like, oh my God, not a show. We did a music video in like uh, the wilderness, like outside was for Nightmares, which was like our first or second music video. Mm -hmm. So this was like our first time out and about a music video in a long time and it was very cool i forgot how annoying the sun can be when you're when you're when you're like jamming out and there was sand everywhere there was birds flying it was pretty cool um but uh i had a good time i would totally do another desert video shoot as long as it's not in march <laughs> that's why probably cool um, yeah well you were talking about how you really want to hit the road in like 2024 play your songs and stuff what would be like for you, like a bucket list, like tour, if you guys could go out with any two bands? Ooh, two bands. Yeah. I think one of them would totally be Spirit Box because one, I just fucking love Spirit Box. I'm just like everyone else. I love everything they release. So I would love to see that live every day for free because I do on <laughs> tour, you know. But also I feel like it makes sense too. I feel like Spirit Box is fan base would, would love Conquer Divide. And I feel like Conquer Divide's fan base probably already loves Spirit Box. Um, so I feel like it makes so much sense if, if we did it. And plus we love Courtney. We toured with her before they were a uh, Spirit Box when she was, they were Mike and Courtney were still in um, I Wrestled with Bear One. So it's like, we're friends. We have similar sounds. Let's tour. So that would be for sure um, the first one. And the second one, Honestly, I'm just going to go with Bad Omens for almost the same reason as Spirit Box. I love Bad Omens, especially their recent album and their older stuff. And I'd love to see that every day for free um, and just like praise it and jam out every day because I'd be so sick. And then, of course, um, again, with the I think Bad Omens' fan base would enjoy Conquer Divide as well. And I'm pretty sure all Conquer Divide's fan base is already 
Bad Omens is fans. So um, it would be nice just to get in front of their audience too. But yeah, those two bands would be sick. Would love to tour with both of them. Noah, Courtney, let's go. Hit yeah. us up. Hey. You're throwing the vibes out there. Um, yeah. I actually haven't checked out Spirit Box yet. Ever? No, like, uh, well, back oh. in the summer, they announced Ghost was coming where I'm at in Illinois, and um, Ghost and Spirit Box were, like, touring. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go, and I'm like, okay, I want to check out Spirit Box, but then I didn't end up going, so I never just Put went back off. and checked them out yet. Well, you'll love it. They just released a new EP, like, a couple days ago, and it's sick as fuck. It's so good. <laughs> sick too look at me advertising spirit box like i'm in the fucking band but like no like the their first album and um, prior eps are really good too and the one they just released is like so heavy it's so refreshing and nice although there's like a few songs where it's just singing but it's giving like um the singy songs are very like i don't know it was giving me like deftones vibes they're more like deftones i feel (laughs) especially on that new ep but yeah give give them a listen I will, yeah. I actually wrote that down just because if I don't write it down, I don't end up doing it most of the time. Same. My but, whole yeah. life is that. Here's something I was going to ask you too. Outside of music, what's something that you're really passionate about right now? Oh, this is good. Because normally, like, I feel like my whole life since like play, picking up violin has been music. Um, so it's that that question is like, what do you do outside of music is always so hard for me to reply with or oh. answer because I just this is all I do. Working out. <laughs> that has been my um, trying to get back into that. I, I love working out, not only for like, you know, getting lean, strong and fit, but man, does it help my um, my mental health and yeah. really helps um, break my ADHD down just a little bit, you know, so I'm a little more, you know, not as hyper and I just feel so much better. But yeah, it's really fitness. It's another thing I'm trying to really get into again. What else do I do other than like, I'm also a vocal teacher. So like everything I do is music, even my income. So, (laughs) oh, I love movies. Okay. So there we go. I, my bucket list goal is to eventually produce and make and film. I don't know about starring a horror film. I love horror films. I love movies. I literally like look at a movie, like how producers look at songs. Like I like Oh, that's a cool angle. Oh, look at that lighting. Damn, this filter sick. You know, like I like dissect movies because they're so cool. And I just I just want to create one. And I I love Blumhouse. Jason Blum is my my movie icon, my idol. I I strive to make cool things like him eventually. But yeah, movies. So if you ever see like a short film coming out by me, you knew you already knew ahead of time because yeah, that's what I do outside of music. Movies one day. Have you like taken like a hands-on approach with your music videos and that you guys do? Not yet. Um, oh. not yet. I think what I want to do is learn how to use that fancy, pantsy, expensive ass video editing software that's out there. Um, yeah. I hear it's really hard, but once you learn that software, I think it opens the door. It's kind of like learning yeah. producing, like once you learn work a music doll system you can go produce anything same thing for the video editing so I feel like I would just need some time to really like get the skills down but I would love to produce our own music videos that that also is a 
is a, a goal of mine to one of oh, these okay. days direct our music video, but I'm going to need a little bit more knowledge. I think I could do treatments all day, but I want to like be hands on, you know, yeah. it seems like a good way like to transition or at least to get yeah. like, your hands in there, you know, the by doing the videos. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, it would be cool to learn how to music video. Cause I feel like music videos are like the shorter versions of movies. Movies take forever, you know? Oh, yeah. The music videos are like, all right, let's go. So yeah, huh. one day. You just made me think of something. Like I wanted to, when I was like growing up, I wanted to make like, I guess, montage videos. But then I kind of do that anyways, because I uh, I kind of like edit this podcast in a way. So there I go back go. and I put in clips. It's just not visual. It's the audio side of audio it. Audio so. version. Still pretty cool. You can like incorporate it too, yeah. you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Here's something that I've been talking about lately. So I thought that um, I would also ask you as well. What are your musical like habits? Do you consume music? Are you like a physical listener or do you stream stuff? How do I consume music or when and where? Yeah. I, I like me a good Spotify. I like cooking to music. Um, I sing and listen to music in the car. Mm. Granted, my car is in Texas and I'm in Jersey. So not a lot of that's been happening. I listen to music when I work out. Like it's always the heavy stuff for the cardio and like Megan the Stallion for weightlifting. <laughs> it's like, it's the two different vibes. Yeah. Um, I love me some good music when doing makeup um, and it's all Spotify. Um, I don't have any CDs, unfortunately, even though I'm old enough to have CDs, but yeah, I feel like I try to like get a little music in whenever it's just quiet, you know, like where it's just like, okay, you know? Um, oh, and I constantly have songs stuck in my head, just like, like freaking, uh, chewing gum to to a shoe that's how songs get stuck in my head I just can't get out it's just like they'll cycle and cycle and I'll just sing it out loud in different accents just to hopefully get it out and it just never does so if I'm not playing music because it's very awkward and silent I'm singing it because it's just in a cycle of my ADHD brain yeah, yeah I hope that answered that well it does yeah because it just seems like, well, in the room where I'm at, I got like, um, I've got like five crates of like vinyl records and stuff. So I'm like, I'm always spending my money on vinyl or if you're yeah, running, I, yeah, it's just more convenient run. that way. But oh yeah, streaming it. I want vinyls. I would love yeah. it. I think um, that, that would be maybe like something I'd focus on maybe soon. I don't know. I feel like it'd be cool to collect something and vinyl sounds right up my alley. So yeah. um, we'll see one of these days. I'll get me some vinyls. Well, here's yeah. something. Here's something today. I did not know this until today, but it is Stranger Things Day. Oh, I guess November 6th is uh, Stranger Things Day because that was the day that what was the character Will? He went into the upside down on this day. Yeah. Oh. So are you a yeah. fan of Stranger Things? I, I did watch Stranger Things. Um, I saw all of the seasons when they would come out, but I only saw them once, so I don't really fully remember everything. Yeah. Um, but I did. I did like them. I did like the seasons. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. kind of the binging thing. It kind of just goes in, um, and, and sometimes it. it doesn't stay there. No. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're like drinking some wine and stuff, it just really does not stick. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of finding that out about myself. Like, like you mentioned, the ADHD. So, so yeah. I think it is the kind of thing, if I don't write something down, it's not sticking in there. It's just yep. boom, on to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> or like when you're about to do something, you're like, all right, let's do this. And then it's just, and then you go doing something else and you're like, 
you go back to the thing you wanted to do and you're like, oh, this is what I, this is what I was supposed to do an hour ago. Why am I just doing it now? Yeah, you know, that's my whole life. Yeah, I had the same thing. Like oh. I just moved in with my girlfriend here and like I'm going from work way before her. So when she comes, sometimes there's like, oh, I've been doing something in the bathroom, but then I'm cooking some. So I'm going back and forth and she's like, why is there a mess in here? But then there's a mess there. I'm like, it's like little half projects all over the house, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. especially cleaning. Like I'll be cleaning here and I'll go over here and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I need to clean that. That's right. Oh, but I need this thing over here. Oh, I was cleaning that first, but let me get this thing for that thing. But then I'll get back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I had known that about myself sooner instead of finding out. I'm like 39, but I didn't find this out until I'm like 39. So <laughs> yeah, I'm 29. So I'm uh, trying to hopefully get this down before it gets any worse with age. <laughs> but it's still just getting worse. With yeah, age. I know what you mean, though, the working out how you said you're trying to, you know, get back into being like physically fit. It is it is all connected, the, the mind and the body. Oh my God. Easily. Like I, after the gym, like my ADHD is chiller. I can focus more. Um, I, I don't crave bad things. Like I don't really crave like alcohol after, like I can go days and days and I don't even need it. Like wine at the end of the day with my food. Like I stopped hitting my vape. Like, I think I've probably hit my vape cause I worked out today yeah. first day of the week. And I think I've hit my vape like twice sense like it's just i don't know what it is it's just completely just and it makes me crave healthy food oh working um, out well good for you thank you um, what kind of healthy food do you like what's your uh go-to i guess for a snack yeah i i love me some salmon like um in the oven some salmon and then like some potatoes like roasted potatoes or like asparagus or like um frozen veggies like broccoli or carrots and so yeah I, if i'm doing like the healthy thing i'll do like a protein so salmon most of the time chicken sometimes some steaks and then a bunch of healthy sides um like uh yeah i'm a big frozen veggies girl because frozen veggies don't go bad yeah. they last forever i bought so much produce that i'm like damn it throw it away because you just don't feel like eating it that day and then the next day you don't feel like and then it, yeah so frozen veggie girl right here and um i like yeah very very not the most intricate dinners when I'm trying to lose weight, but it gets the job done. <laughs> and that's all that matters. But on the weekends is when I have everything. Like that's what I allow myself. Like if I'm doing five days at the gym, eating well the weekends, I can have some pizza, some burgers, some liquor, you know, um, weekends are the bad time. But then Monday comes and it's like, all right, where's that Sam? How did you do that on like tour? Like what did you do for um, your meals? You then? don't. Oh. Yeah, you don't. Um, <laughs> So I went through this like really big uh, weight loss journey back in 2021. Obviously, co you know, COVID quarantine, we all got a little chonky. And if we didn't get chonky, we got fit. Well, I did not get fit. I got real chonky because, you know, not eating well, drinking way too much from boredom, you know, we all were there. So I went on this huge, like, freaking like fitness thing. Like I started working out five days a week eating well five days a week, drinking only on the weekends. And I did that for like five months and I dropped like 40 pounds and it was great. Um, and I was like, cool. Cause this was leading up to our first tour back um, in like five years. So I was like, all right, I'm going to be fit. We're going to do it. And I was like, all right, I've done this for months. Like I've created, I've established this habit. I've been eating well. Like I got this on tour. I'm going to fucking do this. Like I'm a healthy girl. I've done this. I've done, I've done my time and now it's a habit. No, um, as soon as I landed in Michigan, 
me and Izzy go and get like McDonald's. Like we've hit up the gym like a few times, like prepping for tour, but then tour starts and I'm like, God, I haven't eaten all day. I should probably eat a salad, but God damn, that burger looks really good. And and then that thought process continues and you're like, well, I know I should eat this salad at 7-Eleven, but like that hot dog is $2 and I'm broke. So yeah. it's really hard. Like I, you go into it with a habit and you're good and you're oh, like, I thought I was going to be great. And then I just, but that's just me. There's probably people out there are like, wow, she couldn't even be healthy on tour, but it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, especially when you don't have much money and you know, the, the cheaper option is the shitty food. Or yeah, I guess it would be hard because depending on if you're in a bus or how you're traveling, you might not yeah. have a lot of space to keep food, right? Definitely not. We're, we're still in a van. Yeah. So um, it's very much like you, you can't store food in a van. Yeah. So we can't really get like the good meats. And I think we tried a couple of times that tour to like do the cooler thing and like get some sandwich meat, but like coolers melts, ice melts in your trailer and it gets wet and it's just so we were like okay well we can't do this i guess mcdonald's it is so yeah it does suck i, I think eventually if we do get into a bandwagon or a tour bus which hopefully is in the stars eventually it might be a little easier to cook and do stuff but until then we are in a van yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. until then mcdonald's it is or if you get the big uh big tour the big oh yeah spirit box and omens yeah, there might be some good catering. I'm pretty sure yeah. they would cater us very well, and I would actually be able to maintain. I know Courtney is pretty healthy gal. I, I remember when we toured with them in the All-Stars Tour in 2015, she literally would, like, get up early and go on runs. And I was 21, like, freshly 21 at this time. So I'd wake up, like, hungover, like, oh, where are we? And then Courtney's like, hey, what's up? And we're like, whoa, where are you? where did you come from? She's like, oh, I just went for a run. And we're like, there. <laughs> wow you can go on a run on tour and she did that frequently like in the mornings like before loading and i always like applauded her i was like dang that's Coles. that is so goals because like i can't even do that at home she's a cool girl i strive to be as cool as courtney well you seem pretty cool from this half hour zoom so thank you yeah. thank you so much yes yeah. I appreciate it. Well, I don't want to keep you too long since you got to do your TikTok stuff, but you mentioned horror movies. What is your all-time favorite one? I feel like there's a... Okay, so there's the one that started it all for me, and that was The Grudge um, that came out in like 2004. Yeah. I saw that probably when I was in fifth grade, and my mom's house was like... This is a side note. My mom's house was like low-key, honestly high-key, a little haunted. So um, watching The Grudge freaked me the fuck out because I was like, this hits close to home. Um, and it literally like terrified me. I don't know what it was, like the the way that the sound it made, that like uh, fry sound. And just, I don't know, that movie and its editing and the storytelling really messed me up. Uh, I couldn't sleep the next day. So The Grudge has that like place in my heart that like activated the actual scariness in me. Um, second movie was probably hereditary just because it takes like what the grunge did but like amplifies it yeah. um and so much more like creepier and the sounds in that one like the oh um creepy shit i i love hereditary and like the ending scene it's just so well made and written um and i feel like there's so many other movies i could name but those are only the ones that are coming off my head and then the last movie 
Um, it's more of a psychological thriller, but I, the reason it's, I mention it all the time is because I normally can predict movies. Like I've been on this planet from three decades. I've seen a lot, lot of endless hours of movie watching. So I can kind of predict and see things like I, oh, this is that person killed that person. Oh, yeah. oh, the fucking house is haunted. Like, oh, it's fucking aliens or it's a fucking demon. Like you can see it. This movie it's called The Lodge completely took me by surprise. It was like one of the first movies that I was like, what the, what? <laughs> That's what's going on. Like I had, I had no idea. I did not see it coming. So therefore I, I saw it in 2020 and I've ever since I was like, wow, this movie bamboozled me. It's so well written. The, the house, the lodge itself is real. It's like a real set. Like they went to the house, like, you know, when they were like cold, they're actually cold. Like when they lose the electricity, like they actually lost the tr electricity, like the, the director turned it off on them. Like so well made. I highly recommend The Lodge. If you like psychological thrillers that have like uh, twists and turns at the end, that one is sick. So I hope oh, y'all. I have not seen that one, but. Oh, good. Great acting. Yeah. Well written script. Angles solid. The the way it's edited, like the dark kind of like shadowy vibe. Immaculate. It's great. I have movie. seen Hereditary though. Is that the one where it's like the family and it's got that girl where she sticks her head out the uh, and it goes Boom. yeah and just like <laughs> ends up in the backseat. It's great. Yeah, that uh, one was like seriously kind of twisty. Blocked. Yeah. yeah, it's it, it's and then the ending where they're like sawing their head and the fucking scene. spoiler alert if you want to tell your people who are yeah. listening who've never seen any of these movies um for sure a spoiler alert but yeah when she's like i thought that was so sick yeah oh oh man oh man so real quick i saw this movie um recently a couple days ago and it and at first i was like is this a, is this movie fucking real what the fuck is going on the summary is there's these two kids and their dad leaves somehow and the house that they're chilling in, all the windows disappear and all the doors disappear. But it's hmm. these two little kids in this house. But it is so oddly filmed. I've never seen a movie filmed this way. It's like, it it's set in 1994. And, but it looks like there's like, it pans to different angles of the house, but in like obscure angles. Like it'll just be like the side of a door. And then you'll see like a kid walking down a hallway or it'll be like, like the the scene, it's super weird, but like the whole time you don't see like a dead on shot of people. Um, you hear whispering, like that's the only dialogue is like whispering, and then you see the dad and you hear the kids talking, but they talk so creepy, and it's huh. just the most eerie, creepy movie. And unfortunately, I didn't finish it because yes, it was scary and enticing. I was just like. And I fell asleep. Uh, but my fiance finished it and he was like, oh my God, it, the ending is fucking great. Like it made me cry. And yeah, so um, it's called, I have to tell you what this is called. Like you need to go, you know, look at this movie and yeah, everybody. <laughs> That's right. The title is like the weirdest title. It's like one word and it's really long and it's called like skin, 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 it's it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. I've got Hulu, so Skinamarink. Skinamarink. And it's super weird, super bizarre. And we watched like a minute of it, and I was like, "Is this the whole fucking movie?" So then we saw the trailer, and the trailer it 
was literally the same thing but like it you know it shows you a little bit more of the plot and it just got more scary as the trailer kept going so i was like all right then i'm sold so this is a very oddly filmed movie but it's totally worth it it's like so so unique i've never seen a movie like this before so i hope everybody listening enjoys it it's very weird I've got some buddies that love horror movies, so I'm sure they'll check it Gentlemen. out. Yeah. It's very weird. Very creepy. Eerie. Yeah, scary movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I could go down a big scary movie rabbit hole, but. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I love them. Hard not to. All right. Well, um, I know you said you got um, other stuff to film, so I totally appreciate you talking, taking some time to talk to me. How can people? How can people uh, find your band and um, stream your music or uh, purchase your music? To find the band, we are everywhere: Facebook, Twitter, or whatever it's called now, X. Um, uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Instagram, Facebook. We're everywhere. You just look up Conquer Divide, or if you want to find me personally, I'm Janelle Divides on Instagram. And then as for music, you can stream it on every music platform, Spotify, Google Play, Pandora. Um, We're everywhere. As for buying our album, like physically, you can hop right onto our website, which I do believe is like ConquerDivide.com, and it'll be in our merch section. Enjoy that. We have vinyls and CDs. This is the first time we've ever had um, vinyls, so that's very exciting. But yeah, you can get all that stuff online. Awesome. Horn person. We do have vinyls on the merch table, but that's when we're on tour next year. Well, hopefully big tours and stuff, big plans yes. for 2024. Yes, we're we're uh, we're currently getting together a headlining, uh, a small little headlining run um, that could be happening early 2024. So keep your ears and your eyes and your head peeled. Well, yeah, I'll try to check you out too, because I did see you guys were at uh, Joliet, The Forge, and I missed that <laughs> show. I was thinking about coming up there. Ah, so sometimes it's harder to get to like weeknight shows. Yes. And stuff, so. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's right. That was a weeknight. Yeah. Pretty sure that's not going to be the, the last of it. So we'll yeah. be back. All right. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thank you, Janelle. Of course. Thank you for having me. It's been hella fun chatting about ADHD music yeah. and scary movies. All, all my favorite topics. Um, all right. Well, thank you. Yes. You have a great rest of your night. So you take care. Could talk for hours and hours about nothing at all. Dancing in the dark and screaming up at the stars at the top of.